Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, howdy there, friend. It's your kind of neighborhood sound wizard, Nick. Coming to you with one fantastic pitch. Now, if you love Rolling in the Geek just as much as I do, you'll also love to uh, check out their Patreon and maybe give them a little subscribe so you can check out awesome shows like their uh, 30 to an hour-ish, depending on how much bullshitting they actually do, of content of the pre-show that they put on there. And you also get under the trench coat, which sounds a little something like this. Hello and welcome to Under the Trench Coat, the after show bonus episode for Riven, the Shattered Continent. I am Ken Brown, your dungeon master. Is that Brad? Of course it was. <laughs> Classy. I did that on purpose. Did you? Did How you long do- were you clenching? <laughs> did you do it on purpose because you know that I edit uh, Under the Trench Coat very little? Yes, that's right. Fart jokes are hilarious, but they also cover things such as. I think you're rubbing off on me because I, I think I have a, a, a potential crackpot corner thought. Oh shit! Oh shit! I'm, okay, It might sound wrong. It might sound bad, but don't be upset. It's crackpot corner with Brad. Bum. I, I don't. I think this is the first like for real crackpot corner with Brad. So let's let's fucking hear it. What what if? <clears throat> and maybe it's not that crackpot. And I just think it's crackpot. What if? And you only got one spot that you can check that all out. It's over there on Patreon. So why don't you go on and go on ahead, give it a give it a look, give it a look, see, maybe get a subscribe and uh, enjoy the content. Right now, let's get back to the regular episode. Hi, it's me, Nick, your sound wizard. Also, Harkos and Riven and Elias and Heroes. Sometimes, a relatively mediocre DM for one-shots. I'm here... (sighs) I'm here to let you know that we're going to be taking a break. At the end of April, after episode 78... We're not going to release canon episodes for May. We're going to take a breather, take a step back, and just focus on us. Now, this isn't for bad reasons. We've just been recording for a year and a half. So, we're going to take a break. Not that anything's chaotic. We're all very relaxed. And we're happy to be here. In the meantime, while we're gone, we will be releasing some 
Riven Tales for you every Friday in place of episode content. Except for Heroes. Heroes is just going away from me. Sorry. But thank you for understanding. We need time to unwind and be in bliss. So that's what we're doing. Goodbye. um, Once again, end of April, episode 78. Promise we won't cliffhanger you too hard. Uh, uh, Podcast will still be here in June when it comes back. Um, I'm not really sure how to end this. So... Yep. Pay no attention to the screams in the background. It's perfectly normal. Nick signing up. Goodbye. Talk to you in the next one. Oh, Jesus. I am Ken Brown, Game Master for Riven, the Shattered Continent, and I want to thank you for taking a seat at our table. Will my cohorts please introduce themselves? Um, hello there. Uh, I'm Harpos, Iron Job of Sorrow. I'm an allegory for Monk from Hokkaido, a Cavalier Knight for the people of Iron's Edge, and a proud member of the B Team. We are set on purging Riven once again of the dragon tyrants that seem to be resurging. We're- Wait. That's what really what we're trying to do. We're gonna drag. Oh dear! And I'm portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw, Forge Cleric of Numerath. I have left this world once and witnessed what is waiting for me. However, my friends need me, and I promise to become the bulwark of this world to protect them and the blade of Numerath. To cleanse it of corruption. Portrayed by Brad Konawa. Thank you, my dear colleagues, and thank you all for joining us. Please sit and rest your weary legs and get ready for Rolling in the Geek. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. The B team moves through the Eye of the Storm and over to Toravir, who is channeling energy through the lightning in the clouds. They make contact and they make their greetings. They discuss the overall status of things with Toravir, and he reveals that he had sided with Cyraxis before the fall, and that he did so because that was what he thought would be his best chance for survival. He also states that the entire time that he was in Harkos, he was seeing through his eyes and experiencing everything that he was. They start to talk over options as Toravir does not seem eager to fight. He tells them that he will switch sides and back Numerath if they convince him that he will survive. 
Trevor tells him that his best chance of survival is to side with them, since they had already taken out another Methuselah and several Heralds in the process, which offends Toromir. Arcos swoops in, ha ha ha, and says that they could try and kill him. They had could have tried to offer up his jar to somebody or get rid of it, or done any number of things to screw him over, and that he should at least give them time to prove that they will be true to their word. Torevir agrees with the caveat that Numerath cannot kill him for his past sins. They separate and the team regroups, with Trevor and Harkos convincing Phil to stay with them. He agrees to follow their lead despite him being very wary of Torevir especially. Trevor tries to make contact with Numerath at Torevir's suggestion and is able to speak with him briefly. He gets some questions answered, but they get disconnected. As they are starting to head off, Davinia lands and introduces herself as Numerath's herald to Harkos and Phil. Oh, fuck. Oh, right. I forgot. <laughs> and that is why we have these recaps. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. So, swoosh. Land. Ken, it's been like three weeks. It has. For for you. Not for Trevor. Okay, you're talking about Trevor leaving Iron's Edge now. It's been like three weeks. Yeah, no, fair, fair, fair. Point. <laughs> oh man, Sorry, I, I had I had things. Oh, that, uh, weird. It's like it's like someone has told you. Not going to name names. Nick has told you. Nick, Brad, Nick and Brad have had this conversation many times. You should write down the things you want to say. And you're like, now nah, remember, it'll be fine. Ah, dang it. I have adult things like sleep to go do. Bye. It's fine. You don't need to write it down. You want to know something, Brad? I just edited an episode where we had to wait for you to start under the trench coat because you were writing notes down of what you wanted to say next episode. It's the only time I've had to do. I've had to edit out um, dead air because you were writing notes. Only once in seventy-seven episodes. What fucking notes was I writing? What was that uh, one? It was. A, I, I remember, but I I don't remember the exact things, but I remember this happening. It was it was for epi- it was whatever happened in episode seventy one. Uh, th- I think that was the uh, that's the the tenuous talk. So you had to you had to write down. Uh, oh, it's because your your house got revealed to you. Selena was like, this is the dollhouse that we were breaking, and you had shit you wanted to say. Oh. And you needed to write stuff down. It was probably a single singular comment of, like, the next line you wanted to say or whatever. It's very possible. It's very strange <laughs> that this big moment of meeting someone that you've kept secret, and you're like, ah, fuck, I, I, mm, I forgot. I swear. Now, do you want? Do you want a reminder of what? It, what? I remember at least one thing that you're wanting to talk to her slash numerous specifically about. I could have swore I did write something fucking down, but I can't find it. 
Kingsley. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely one thing. <clears throat> well, that's a start. Maybe the rest will come to me. Oh, man. God. I am Divinia, herald to the golden flame, the purifying light, the firstborn son, the Methuselah, Numerath. Harkos, I believe at the end of the episode, you had a realization Nick, okay. as well. Nick, Nick made a comment. I didn't know how real that was. Like, I made a comment I, to this is where we're calling it. Ha ha funny. Which it can fucking be canon if you think it's believable. Like, if if you think that the voice is that recognizable that Harkos could make that connection. No. I'll fucking I'll fucking roll with it. Roll. But the way Roll an insight. I was gonna say the way you talk, it's not quite exactly the same. So I feel like it's not there. Roll an insight. Uh it's a 13. Okay. The voice sounds familiar, but you're not quite sure where from. It's perfectly fine. I have a different funny thing I want to say this week. <laughs> um, so she she says her bit, and barring anyone else uh, jumping in, look, I'll I'll be honest. I I think we've had quite enough for today. This is that there was there was the one that was in the room. There was the one in the sky, and now the. I, Trevor, you got this right because I think <clears throat> I very well will d expire if I. This. Mm. Well, it was him that called me here, so it. It is up to him <sighs> whether or not he needs you here, I guess. I. Uh, oh. I'm, I'm still quite new to this, so, um, I was, I'm slightly surprised myself. <clears throat> Heralds it, just seem to be popping up like unlucky copper lately, so. Hakos. <sighs> Waiting on you there. I would have said a bad penny, but I don't, I don't feel like that turn of phrase. <laughs> carries here. No, I, did. I like I like what you did. <laughs> there was just a I was long amused. pause that I was like, well, okay. Fine. I was I was amused. Harkos, you you should not be worried about Divinia. You've met her numerous times. No. Uh, yes. No, no, I have not. I'm yes. fairly certain I would I, I'm not fairly sure. I know for a fact that I, I remember every instance of interaction with the, the heralds that we've had, and the, this is not one. Divinia, perhaps you could tell Harkos what his favorite food was in Iron's Edge. Oh. Huh. You, you did favor the taquitos. Taquitos? Quite a bit? While you were there, I so so because Trevor, this 
this this herald who is close to Numerath, whom you are also close to, happens to know information about me that could have been attained from you and your shared closeness. I... Oh, Davinia, long time. How silly of me to have forgotten all of the other meetings. Akos, Davinia is Gwark. Trevor Gork is a is an orc woman. This is this the is Herald. A Herald. Yes. You recall when we met back in uh, here, actually in Aramor, uh, I I took Trevor off to the side. That was when I revealed myself to him. That sounded inappropriate, but that is not my (laughs) intent. This is one of those moments where something that Nick slash Harkos had not thought about has just kind of shown up in the moment. Oh, shit. (laughs) And I don't... I feel like all our episodes have been fucking fighting and argumentative lately, and I'm not super fucking happy about (laughs) the, uh, the thought that just crossed my fucking head. Cross my head, cross my mind. It's weird words. Uh, so, pardon me for coming off so curt, but you mean to tell me that the entire time we were in the Iron's Edge mines stopping a dragon threat, there was powerful herald a few hundred feet above us that was serving drinks and and food while we went up against well everything uh Oh, good God. <laughs> Everything just feels so bad all the time now. <laughs> and so... <laughs> I feel like Harkos is turning into an asshole and it hurts my heart. <laughs> There's so many negative comments. There's no positive comments. I get what Jennifer says about me now. I get it. <laughs> if this actually helps ease your mind at all... Uh, there would have been no way for me to enter the mines. There, there was. Yes, we went, I we went am through aware. the front door. I am well uh, aware of how you entered, but my kind, unless given permission, we are not allowed to enter the sanctum of one of our brethren. And I somehow highly doubt that Toravir would have granted me permission. Yes, something tells me at the current time of the mine excursion, his emotions might have been a little bottled up. (laughs) Amusing, yes. Not to worry. He's... 
free to feel however he wants now. Yes, Numerath made me well aware that you have let Torvir free, or he escaped, or however it happened. <clears throat> yes. We definitely did not let him free, but it his, happened. His, his herald slipped and <laughs> fell on him. <laughs> it's fair. It's, it's an astute what? observation. Uh, yes, I, I can't really happened. argue that. <laughs> may have been a punch involved in the sky prior to that, but it was the fall that ultimately broke the reliquary. It wasn't anyone's poor dice-rolling skills, it was the fall. <laughs> so, Davinia, you uh here because I was speaking to Numerath, I assume? Yes, and you lost your connection with him. Uh, yes. Again, very new to this thing. This is quite strange. Well, this thing has not been for a long time, so we are all relearning how to do it. Oh, what can I be of assistance with? I I do believe I have a, a few things. Uh, one, it's been nagging at me for a little while. <clears throat> um, what has happened to Kingsley? Do you know? His form may have faded, but he's still with you. Well, how do I get him back? It's a simple ritual. I will jot it down for you so that you can... That would be quite wonderful. <clears throat> um... Another thing, I'm not sure if you can answer it or not, but uh, uh, Toravia mentioned that you all were put here to uh, to rule, that someone put you here. I was you, not. No. Uh, the 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 dragons such as Numerath and whatnot. Do you know who might have put them here? Roll a uh, perception check for me. Okay. Twenty one. Hey. Uh, you see her make some sideways glances like she's uh, she's nervous about this topic. So you do know. Are you not supposed to speak of it? I would suggest if we speak of it that we find somewhere more secure. Certainly. Do you have a preferred place? But I 
don't live here. I don't know. You've oh. spent far more time than I have here, so... I was not sure what you meant by secure, just away from the road. Away from... Uh, away from ears that could possibly hear. Um, I don't have half a clue where we could go. Well, the immediate area is relatively, um, destroyed, disheveled. (laughs) Uh, so good luck, Dragon Boy. I don't fucking know. I don't know why you're looking at me. With your words. With your words. (laughs) Oh, crap. I don't even know. Back back to our hotel room, I guess. You mean the one with the broken window? <laughs> Fair. <sighs> Probably far worse broken things now. Hey, plus side, no one knows that we broke that window. <laughs> and by we, I mean Koba. Um Honestly, I I do not know where we could go here. It's it's been chaos. She looks around. Yes, that is quite obvious. Yes. Akos, what about your friend in the stables? Perhaps, uh, perhaps he might know. As much as I don't wish to go there and speak to him. You, you, you mean the man that you refuse to allow to call you the wrong name? I'm you, assuming you. he must have some sort of idea of how things work around here since he's a rather odd man he's very helpful Trevor he's was instrumental in bringing you back I don't Uh, understand the different names though (laughs) it makes no sense to me Trevor they weren't our horses so we we needed to make them our horses are you do we steal horses no I paid for them up front (laughs) I bought horses that weren't for sale from a man who doesn't sell horses (laughs) he does have the criminal background (laughs) Hakas, you said it much nicer, but that's still stealing. No, it's not. 
Stealing would be if we went in there and just took them without asking. I, I asked. The stableman provided me with horses for which I paid. We took them out. We brought them back. And then you were there the second time that we just outright bought them for our own gain. And now they're free in the wild, hopefully. We stole them through association. Trevor, I know you're weird with money, but I do not think you understand how it works. See, an exchange of goods counts as a purchase. And the goods in this sense were Lord Buckington's horses that I obtained. He stole them and we illegally bought them. Okay, it's... it's, No, the money was real. The exchange was real. I didn't say we bought them. If you want to talk about stealing, there's an innkeeper in the center ring that I'd like to show you to. (laughs) Did he? Did the innkeeper take money from you? Like Uh, more money than he should have? He certainly tried. (laughs) We should definitely go have a talk with him at some point. Then don't worry. Landros gave him a very thorough talking to. Oh. What's a good man? It's a word for it. (laughs) Anyways. Yes, let's go see my illegal friend in the stables that you uh, apparently have major issues with. I'm sure that will go over swimmingly. I will go along with whatever he says. Convenient how you'll do it when your fucking dragon friend shows up. I ask you to go with it, and you're just like, but Harkos, that's not my name. I don't understand. <laughs> Suddenly, Davinia has information on the other bird, and you're like, well, I mean, if he wants me to be called something else, I suppose I could fucking, I could do it's it. It's not information on the other birds, information on the dragons. Sure. I'm sure that's what it is. <laughs> fucking turd. You're a jerk. You're a bad friend. <laughs> Not just you, Trevor, too. (laughs) So are we going to the stables, then? Are you going like that? No, I will resume my uh, quark form. Quark form activated. It was a weird noise. But she makes... uh, uh, just a real subtle uh, movement with her hands and you see her her skin and form starts to change and before you stands Gwork do you, do you believe it now? is it easier this way? it's actually worse if you can believe that but we should we should get going. We have a a boat to catch in the soon. Clip clop. Clip clop. <laughs> uh so you head over to the stables, uh, which aren't, you know, that they're a little ways away from where you were in this outer ring. Uh but I uh, it's not too far of a walk. Uh, you get to the stables and they seem uh, a little busier than normal. And there's a lot of people leaving at this very moment. Which I think 
at this point is probably understandable. Uh, but you spy your stable hand uh, working with a uh, stately looking gentleman. Uh, oh no, it's Lord Buckington. <laughs> uh, with a big handlebar mustache and a monocle. Uh, definitely sounds like a Lord Buckington. But, sir, I don't believe this is my horse. Oh no, it most certainly is your horse, sir. We had it in the Lord Buckington specific stable, I promise you. This is your horse. My horse was brown and white, and this one is 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 just black. That no, it wasn't, sir. I, I'm I'm <gasps> offended. And so you hear that back and forth for a while. Eventually, Lord Buckington uh, it seems to just give up. Uh, and uh, or who you assume to be Lord Buckington seems to give up and hands over the coin for for the uh, the boarding for the horse and uh, starts to ride off. Uh, the stable hand sees you and gets a very excited look in his face and uh, heads over to you. Oh, you wonder why you're all back. I actually wasn't expecting to see you back in town. Your horses showed up. Oh, well, I suppose that's good. Was mm. Or, mm. Or, or it's bad. Well, you know, uh, well, they might have showed up, but they, uh, uh, hmm. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, oh dear. Use se- your words, some, please. Seems some folks out in the wild might have might have claimed them as theirs. Well, I mean that's fine. Um, yeah, it kind of creates a weird double thing because I gave them. Anyway, uh, did, did you did you need uh, horse travel again, or what can I do you for? No, horse travel makes my friend Trevor here uncomfortable. However, I'm sure he's very pleased to hear that those ruffians from outside the city stole those horses. Well, did they really steal them? Of course they did. And I'm going to give him a wink. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, they were... Definitely st- those brigands. Yes, indeed. It's just atrocious what they did to your horses. Oh. Um, speaking of Trevor, he, he was actually wondering if you knew of um, a more private location away from prying ears and eyes, I suppose. No. I think that I might have something that, uh, something that might help you. It's very kind. It's, uh, it's not far. But, uh, you know, there's, uh, He's going to take us back to our hotel and go, oh, God, this place, what happened? (laughs) Well, it's not quiet now, obviously. 
I mean, there's there's the matter of uh, uh, comp compensation. I heard you rub your fucking fingers together. Yeah. Of course. He's just staring at you. Oh, I'm sorry, Brad. Do I need to pay for your fucking <laughs> talks about not Harcos? Cool. Uh... That's good to know. No, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I got it. <laughs> so Harcos will pull out a pouch uh, just because I like this guy and hate Brad of a uh, hundred gold pieces. And he'll just kind of like jiggle the bag and then hand it over and go, how's, um, how's this? Oh, wow. Oh. I had one place I was going to take you. I'm going to take you somewhere different for this. Jeez. Yes, well, uh, my, my friend lost his bird. Oh. That's sad. Mm. Mm. You've but, no idea. But you're... Yes, you're yes I've, here. I've had that conversation. Oh, okay, okay. Well, uh, he, he looks over towards the uh, towards the gate where you see a couple other stable hands are helping people get their their horses bridled and, and ready. And he gives them a, a wave and then you see like a series of hand gestures and then they make a series of hand gestures back to him. And then he he's like, OK, uh, if you want to follow me, I can take you somewhere. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, we've got a whole system here, you know. And, and anyway, uh, I can see that. Yeah, if you just uh, if you want to follow me. Uh, so he takes you into the outer ring uh, and down some of the streets that you recognize that you've traveled around before. But uh, he gets to an area that he he kind of directs you down an alley and he says, uh, yeah, this is actually my cousin's sister's brother's house. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, I've got a I've got a spot downstairs. So uh, he, he walks over to uh, a cellar door that he uh, he, he kind of kneels down and he looks over at you and then he like shimmies over so his body is in front of something and you hear him fiddling with something and eventually you hear a click and he's he he opens up the uh the cellar doors and he's like all right well uh come on uh come on down <clears throat> go ahead down there uh so you start to head down these stairs and you're 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 a little worried because this the the first few steps feel a little uh, shaky. Uh, and then you get down kind of where you're head level with the with the ground and uh, a very powerful, musty, mildewy kind of smell <laughs> hits you. Uh, he's like, just just keep on following. And he uh, he lights uh, he lights a lantern that he takes off the wall and, and walks you forward about 15, 20 feet. And uh, he gets to a just plain wooden door. 
uh, that he slips a key into and turns it and uh, beckons you to go on in. Head on in. Hey, so you open up and uh, it's a fairly bright room, which you were you're, you're a little surprised to see, but. Lining the walls is an assortment of bookcases that are full of different, beautiful looking leather bound books. Uh, there is a wet bar that has been set into one of the walls. Uh, along with an assortment of comfy looking chairs and a humidor with cigars. Looks like a very nice, like uh kind of study lounge area. Huh. Yeah, you know, I, I got into reading a few years back and uh you know, I, I didn't know how to, and then I I learned and I just, you know, I just couldn't get enough of it after that. I mean, Louie was telling me that I was just crazy for it, but uh Zooey Zooey supported me. Oh Jesus. Was... Oh my god. I'm sorry, Brad. Is is the place that you asked for is it is it is it too hard for you to deal with? That <laughs> the the nice kind thing that the lovely man is doing for you is <laughs> is too rough. For your for your little baby ears to deal with the, the lovely characters that have been so kind to us, the some of the nicest people in this whole fucking town, and you can't deal with them. That's pretty fucking rough. I'm sorry. Let's go back to spending more time with your fucking dragon abomination relations. That's hardcore anger. That's not Nick anger. I apologize for making it seem like it was coming from me. Help yourself to a drink if you want one. I I don't know if you're uh, into cigars, but we've got some real. Oh, there's some good ones in there. Uh, so help yourselves, make yourselves at home. Uh, when you're when you're done, just make sure that you pull the door closed behind you. It'll it'll lock automatically. I've got some nice security built into the door. So I, uh, but feel feel free to use the space as long as you need to. I don't get off for. Uh, I've got another three hours on the clock, so you got you got plenty of time. Thank you very much. Hey, uh, bye. Uh, and he he <laughs> he turns and closes the door behind him as he leaves. And Davinia looks over. What a pleasant man. He's my friend. Well, you have good taste. Obviously, you've got Trevor over here and you've got the stable hand over there. You keep good company. Yep. Harkos, is this going to be an issue with us? I've not yet decided it's more a, an issue that Trevor yet again withheld more dragon information from what I thought was a team. Well, you can place some of that on me 
is I revealed myself to him because he is is very close to Numerath, and I chose to not do that in front of either you or the gentleman Phil over here. Uh, I I meant no offense. I just didn't. I didn't know if it would be prudent to reveal myself to multiple people in in one in one day. This is super shitty to Brad, and I'm very sorry. Uh, it, no, it's Trevor's had uh, opportunities where he's he's unveiled other things and elected to keep this secret so it's it's fine it's not that big just a lot of dragon going on lately and it's 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 been a long night and it's it's coming to to an an end and it's a lot to take in well it it does seem that way that there is a lot of dragon happening but um it it's true across Riven. It's not just you. Yes, of course. Anyway, we came here to discuss something of a particularly mm, secret nature. You asked about something beyond the Methuselahs. Yes, yes. Trevor? I don't Whatever. know much. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, it's fine. I was going to say whatever created them. But I don't know much. I just know what Numerath allowed me to know. Numerath and and the other Methuselahs referred to them as the progenitors. There was two of them, but I know not their names. Hmm. And speaking of them is not good? depends on who you speak of them to. I have at least enough information to know that most of the Methuselahs just assumed them gone or just don't care and so they're they're not involved. But uh, I think it'd be rare for something that created something to not watch after them. Uh, I'd rather just not risk the wrong people hearing. Do you... Are there people that worship them? Is that what you're... Oh, no. No. No? The... The... Progenitors were gone from this world far before the mortal races even walked upon it. Hmm. 
So what is there to worry about then? The Methuselahs. The Methuselahs were, as as you know, as you you just brought up, that they were put here to rule. And the suggestion that there is something that is beyond them, that is beyond their ability, something that created them. Many of them take some offense to this. And will... obfuscate that conversation. And by that, I mean that they would just flat out uh, kill whoever was talking about it. Cyraxis, especially. Uh, <sighs> Are you debating on asking me something, I, I, or are you... I'm, like, so brain-dead right now, because... I... I thought I had a question, but when I worded it in my head, it sounded like the question I already asked, so I don't have a question. <laughs> if... If they left this this world long before any of us were here, then why what would be the premise of putting the dragons here to rule? Well, there was older things than than the mortal races that once walked upon the earth. Really? Oh yes, uh, there's all manner of monsters and monstrosities and demons that once called this place home before the mortals even arose. Okay, out of game question. Is is this is this something we have books about? Nope. Nope. Okay. Is it's very strange to think that demons walked the planet and it makes me ponder what other things that there were. This world was once a very a, a savage place. It was it was why there was a need for something like the Methuselahs to keep the reins on it. And then we showed up. Yes. It sounds like we would have been the the easier one to keep under under control. You you were. So what happened to the rest of them? Why, where did they go? 
They have their ROMs now. Oh. This places like the hells and the heavens used to be far easier to access. Not so much anymore. Those places are restricted. They're cut off from the material, the mortal plane. They're... This world has shifted and changed, and as the mortals, mortal races, the elves and the dwarves and the orcs and etc, 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 as they all started to populate, say what you will about the mortal races, your ingenuity, your passion, your perseverance is far greater than any demon that's walked across this earth, any monster that's scarred its face. Hmm. That is good to know, I suppose. The only other thing that I am aware of is the the progenitors did not so much leave as they vanished. Interesting. There was no, well, we're moving on. Uh, We'll talk to you later. You know, we'll send a card or whatever. It was just, they just separated themselves. So perhaps they are gone. Maybe dead. Maybe. Ah. Divinia, what are your views of the other Methuselahs? It's a difficult question to answer. Is there specific ones that you're thinking of? What about Sam Renton? Sam Renton was always one of the closest friends of Numerath. I was good friends with Eakor. And Toravir? Self-serving, obviously. I think that you probably picked that up from your conversations with him. Uh, At times... In the past, he was not so bad, but under Cyraxus's direction, he became a monster in and of himself. Oh, I can't use those. <laughs> I have have notes. <laughs> I have notes from from the other thing. I can't use those. Can't use those yet. Shit. Harkos, what are you doing during all this? Uh, I don't know. I I honestly like biting my tongue (laughs) because what's the point of arguing with another fucking herald? 
like this isn't a place that Arcos necessarily wants to be, but I don't have excuse me I don't have a ton of choice in the matter at this current juncture I think Trevor that and and Harkos these was this whole fight between the dragons between the the Methuselahs that this was at no point simple. It was never truly clear lines drawn in the sand and a battle waged. It wasn't until near the end that there even was a battle. It was my last battle, in fact. your last battle I was killed there Uh, Rhyme the herald to Cyraxis killed me he bested me in single combat and then obviously you you came back. Oh, yeah, yes. Numerath, the, once he regained some footing here, he was able to bring me back. And and how did he regain footing? How did he come back? You see, she kind of closes her eyes for a second. I need you to roll a religion check. Oh, crap. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Get what you fucking deserve. Numerath did not tell you? No. Then it is uh, not... We ha- Honestly, we haven't got to speak very much. This was the first time. Uh, It is not my place to tell you, then it is his. So... Haven't got to speak very much. Bitch, you were neighbors in the afterlife. What the fuck else (laughs) did you do? I didn't know that! Well, sounds like a fucking you problem, don't it? I have all these questions. I mean, he came into my shop every Tuesday, but geez. So you come here to answer questions on his behalf because I can't speak to him or whatever happened, but you cannot answer that one? He has not given me permission to answer that one. Well, then perhaps. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. He should show himself and speak to us. Well, the... Trevor, the two options are making another connection with you, which could weaken or hurt one of the two of you or both. Or he could, as a dragon, land in the middle of Aramor to have a conversation with you. Well, then where do I need to go? What would be best? I give. I know I have questions, and honestly, I've said my piece to Arcos and Phil numerous times, and they need proof. Proof of what? That you're as bad as it sounds, that you're not all the same. I've obviously uh, had my good interactions. I have my reasonings, but uh, 
almost every interaction they have had has been negative. So it's hard to for me to to make a positive. Roll the religion check again. Oh boy. <laughs> well, that's an 18 plus 3, so 21. You see, she closes her eyes and you can see like she's almost like in a REM state for for a few moments. And she says, okay, what will convince you? I, I don't believe that question was for me. Con- convince us of what? That Numerath is not the same. I, I don't. I, uh, I gotta think of how to put this into words. I don't. I don't know. We've the last herald I talked to about this stormed off because he was afraid that I might run him through should he breathe incorrectly, which I'll be honest, probably wasn't that far off base. There are a lot of words from heralds and Methuselahs alike these days, and while words are nice, actions tend to speak more to a person's character. Pylorvo, the wiped one city off of the face of this shattered continent and was looking to do a second. Borvensal ripped holes through reality to make sure he kept down Sam Rinton. Dorivir got rudely awoken from a very long slumber. But at least he seemed to entertain the idea of listening to reason. Numerath speaks only to Trevor, and based on your presence, even that is few and far between. The only thing that we know for certain about the Methuselahs is there was an issue in the past that reached ahead that a large cabal needed to sacrifice themselves to perform magic strong enough to end the tyranny that was being imposed by Methuselahs. And ever since this return of them, there's been talks of sides and how thin the lines are and how hard it is to say who was this and who was that. But it clearly wasn't difficult to see 
before because no one thought to save Sam Renton or Numerath or anyone else who may have sided with the side that we are being asked to be on if if there was no proof then that people as strong as the Cabal could see what what do you think thousands of years later could serve as proof I can offer you two things you can believe them if you want and you can ignore them if you wish Trevor you asked how Numerath came back yes it was you Excuse me? Your birth. Your life rejoining this world. Uh, is what brought him back. But why why me? I'm, I'm nobody of importance. The only answer that I can give you is that I do not know. Therefore, Numerath does not know why. But as soon as your soul, your being came out of the ether and into the body that you now inhabit, you were birthed. Numerath's essence was pulled from the void. That is that is the only answer that I can give you. The other piece that I can give you will be it depends on how much you trust what you will see. Just know that what I am showing you is real. If you want to trust it, then let's just say I hope you do. And she grabs a hold of both of you. How about Phil? She only has two hands. I grab Phil. <laughs> she puts, she, she like palms your forehead. She'll say, Phil has to come with whatever it is. <laughs> and you experience flashes. Uh, it, and it's kind of hard and it, to, to really gauge where you're where you are. And it's hard to kind of establish what's going on, but you're, you're seeing what was described to you early earlier in this conversation the the savagery that this world was uh monsters roaming the surface in constant battle uh you see demons flying above them scorching the sky with their evil at no point in this do you see a human? Do you see an elf? Do you see a dwarf? Do you see a halfling? Do you see an orc? Do you see a half-orc? No, at no point in any of these do you see this. And then things start to gain a certain amount of focus. And you're looking over a valley. 
that is stained with blood. You see the corpses of fallen uh, demons and and monstrosities littered across the bottom of this valley. And the this battle rages on still, despite all this death. And then your focus changes and you shift and then you see the massive form of Numerath standing on a mountaintop overlooking this and you get this sense of sadness and frustration and these words resound in your head you think of Divinia speaking the words of Numerath the purifying light and you look over this valley again and you start to see these flashes of gold coming from deep within and you you get closer your vision narrows and you look in down on this battle and you see this monstrosity charging at another that it's hard to tell the difference between any of them but you see this this flash of gold come from this thing's body and then curled up where it was is a human you look to another you see another flash and there's an elf and you see this happen hundreds upon thousands of times that flash 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 as the mortal races are born from the purifying light of these monstrosities And then you flash back and you see Davinia's hand recede away from your face. And she collapses. I've uh, check on her. I I would say at this point, like normally, my reaction would have been to try to catch her as she falls. However, I think Trevor would have been very stunned at the moment. <clears throat> so definitely check on her after I get my wits. I she's conscious, but you can see that she's this, drained. That this is has drained her badly. She looks up at you and and she kind of looks over to to Harkos and she's what greater gift and what further proof do you need than that your ancestors were born from the purifying light of Numerath. He breathed life into the mortal races born from the savagery and chaos of the world before. And that was the start of the fight between Numerath and Cyraxis.
Did you say there was booze in this room? Yes. Okay. There is a very there is a very well stocked bar that is that is inset to one of the walls. Harkos, without saying a word, is um, going to go to it and utilize it. I don't think you know much about booze. It tastes pretty good. Like it. it oh, like, I, it, Harkos definitely doesn't know much about booze. He's just going to open a bottle and <laughs> start not not from the bottle. He's going to get a glass, but he's going to just he's going to pour a little bit in. Just fucking start drinking. So, I have a question, and this just popped into my head because I think it would be kind of funny and yet super appropriate. Considering my flavoring of Spirit Guardians, Mm -hmm. could I say that in this moment, with everything going on and her like drained from all this that they pop up and kind of do the the assisting thing like obviously it's not going to help her because that's not what the spell's meant to be but since they're people from <laughs> from the beyond, you know, like the little old, old lady's like, are you OK, dear? And she's like helping her out. You know what I mean? Sure. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> In my head, like I see just them start popping up like, oh, oh, no. You know, because like technically they would know her. Yeah. Because she's connected to Numerath. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's fun. It's funny and interesting. <laughs> Roll with it. Like just all over the room, ghosts start popping up and like freaking out because she's laying on the floor. <laughs> Meanwhile, Harkus One's- is over at the bar drowning his sorrows. Going, oh, see, he doesn't even need us. He's got his own own team, whole <laughs> group of them. One's like fanning her with a ghostly sheet. Or something. <laughs> Fucking handkerchief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there like a couch? Oh yeah, there's plenty of like chairs and that kind of stuff around. Plenty I of want, places to to get her. I want to try to get her to a couch or to to lay down on. Between you and your your uh, old people guardians. Uh, you're you're able to get her pulled up onto uh onto a, a you know a, a nice love seat okay but she's quite large so she takes up a majority of just by sitting on it but i gotta ask did did phil get in on that vision or was he's, it just he's, me and he's with harkos okay he's he's with harkos pounding something back Um, I'm, I'm sorry that that took so much out of you. I, I do appreciate what you did. I, I just hope that it did something to help. I. 
I do too. Very, very much so. I... I've been... pretty torn since I've been back because I I only came back for my my friends and yet I was in a spot where Yeah, I, I didn't know exactly what to what to say as far as all of this went because these are pretty tenuous times as far as the whole dragon situation. Understatement of the century. (laughs) And I know, and because I know it, it means that Numerath knows it, that this is not fair. You and your people should never have been involved with the squabblings of the Methuselah. It never should have happened this way. It shouldn't have happened this way the first time. And it's starting all over again. It's not fair. And for our part, I am sorry. It's not fair that any of the the three of you should have to be as involved as you are. But your fates are now intertwined with ours. Seems as though mine was intertwined from day one. Yes, it was. I need to know why. I I know you don't know. I'm not saying that, but I I need to find out <clears throat> somehow. Well, if you're able to, if you find reason, then as you may have brought Numerath back with your birth, but it was that chain of events that has started this whole thing. That all of them coming back has started with with Numerath coming. So not... Mm. Way to fucking go, Trevor. I'm gonna get up and leave the room. Oh, okay, I'll just stay here. Harkos, 
What did you do? I'll be honest, I kind, of, I kind of stopped listening. What did you do? Uh, Trevor, Trevor just left. I don't know why. Harkos. All right, all right, that's believable. But, yes, me. Hello. What else can we do? So he's going to stop like mid swig. He's going to set the cup down and let go of the bottle that he's been (laughs) white knuckling. You can't. Not. Not now. It's. You. You and any of the others who wish to. Not meet the same fate that Pylorvo did. you have from this day going forward to create your proof. I... I trust Trevor. We've had some disagreements as of late, but... if he was going to do something against me or Phil or any of us it would have happened he's had ample opportunity if he had other reasons behind things he wouldn't have come back when we called to him I have done things for Trevor that I've not done for anyone including myself so I trust Trevor and I have to try to trust his judgment and I have to give him the benefit of an allowance to to show me his side but he can only do so much the rest falls to all of you And based on my current stance, I would not be surprised if you proved Trevor wrong, any of you, all of you, were to prove his faith wrong. Why? Because of everything that's been said until now. Because of all the things that have been said by everyone but you group of people that of course why would you talk poorly of yourselves but that's I tend to talk in circles when I speak with you and it's 
because of my predisposition. What I wanted to get at is Trevor makes bold claims that should he be wrong about Numerath, that he will be the first in line to go up against him. I want nothing more than for my friend to be right, for me to be wrong. I told so much to Torvir. I told so much to Phil. I want nothing more than to be wrong. And he's going to point to the door that Trevor left. But that man... That disciple that Numerath created should he be broken by his world crashing around him by his truth being shattered there will not be anywhere that any of you can run from the B team until we're in the ground. She's maintained like a laser eye focus on you. She stands now and it, it it's it's hard to get a scale of how large she is until you're in kind of a confined space like this where mm-hmm. you get a feeling that she could be taller if the roof would allow her to or the ceiling would allow her to. But she stands up next to you and she she looks down and she says the only thing that I want the only thing that Numerath wants is peace. And if you want proof, you need to be willing to see it. And I think that you need to to try far... That's a terrible way to phrase this, but you need to try less hard to convince yourself that you want to be wrong. Do you understand what I mean? We're just going to go with a solid no. Because Nick, Nick's Nick's not picking it up because Nick's, Nick's brain's fried. <laughs> and I, I want to be like, Harkos is smart enough. He totally got it. Harkos has been drinking. So we'll just say a group no for the two of us. Harkos and Nick aligned. You tell me that you want to be wrong, that you want Trevor's faith in Numerath to be true and not be, as you phrased it, something that crashed his world around him. I don't think that you tr- that you believe that yourself. I don't think that 
I think you're saying that for the sake of your friend, but I don't think that you're saying it because it's what you believe. And I think that that's holding you back from being able to see anything other than what you want. Cyraxis was and is evil. There are no two ways to look at the tyranny that she put upon this world and your people and all of the mortal peoples of this world. Out of spite, she did this. There were Methuselahs that did wrong, and there's those that did right. Cyraxus, Pylorvo, Torvir for his time, Borvinsal, the Turncloak. They all did wrong. Numerath only ever wanted peace. Wanted all... Wanted all the Methuselahs to be one. To be one body. One governing body of this world. It was all he wanted. Cyraxis only saw what she would lose from that arrangement, not what your people would gain. Do you understand more clearly what I'm saying now? Yes. I care for Trevor. More so than I thought that I ever would for a mortal creature. He is unique. He is unique in that he is not just a mortal who serves a Methuselah and is given something for that for that service. He's he's more like kin. At least in my eyes. Well, you're not mistaken in calling me out that I'm only attempting to do things because I he's my friend and my brother and I I wish to keep things that way and I do not want to 
fight with him physically or otherwise. But you don't, none of you make it easy. We, I, have not seen apart from you now standing here speaking with us there have been seldom times when any Methuselah or Harold have shown anything other than bad just bad things all around and on top of that your war your kinship with Trevor it's the path that took him from me I feel guilt for letting him fall off the train. I feel guilt for not going after him. I feel guilt for taking him from his peaceful afterlife and bringing him back to this. And I love Trevor like family, too. So I can only imagine If Numerath and yourself are what you say you are, the level of guilt that you two must feel. And while that thought brings me no pleasant feelings of my own, I am trying. I... You say Numerath wants peace. When we attempted to speak with Toravir and should the cards fall how we want them to, he could be in our corner. If Numerath is willing to let the past die... So, I will do what I can to open my mind as much as I can. But you ask what more proof, it, as I stated, the ultimate show is in the days to come. Phil and I are trying. We've got very learned behavior from the only examples we know. 
Trevor has a handful of different ones. And Trevor's good people. Sure, he lies about the fire powers, but nothing much else. So you're right. I don't fully believe everything I said, but I, I do want to try for the the future of Riven that I want to see. The, the, the things I want require Trevor to be correct. And I think that you're... There was something that you misspoke about. It's not just Trevor that I feel guilty that he is forced to be involved. It's you as well. And Phil. Don't... I don't want this. I don't want to be at war. I don't want to be... I don't want the mortal people to be unhappy. I don't want them to go through strife. But I especially don't want the three of you to be going through it. It's not fair. It truly isn't. And I am sorry. We all made these choices. There is a small part of my mind that sometimes wonders if Trevor wouldn't have been pulled in inevitably anyway, but again, trying. All three of us showed up to Iron's Edge willingly. And we found a thread and we pulled. It just so happens that the story it's unraveling is much larger than originally anticipated. No one wants to go to war. Another time that you have misspoke. Trust me, there are those of our kind that yearn for war. Well, lucky for our team, we brought a potter. <laughs> Trevor, what have you been doing? Uh, Trevor definitely left and started walking. Like, just walking. No particular direction. Okay. Uh, for the most part, you're seeing cleanup efforts around town. Uh, cleaning up from the storm. Uh, is the honestly, people are I, out and... Oh, well, okay. If you're not honestly, seeing it, you're not I don't, seeing it. I don't think he's seeing anything. Like, I think he's staring at the ground because 
that whole spiel of so you know when when Trevor was born, Numerath was was pulled out of the the ether, and then the rest of them started coming back. So in the back of his head, despite it not being his fault, obviously it really feels like he started all this like bad things wouldn't be happening if he wasn't here no we tried that route (laughs) much worse things happened when you weren't here (laughs) yep How long do you wander? I don't know. Uh, Twenty minutes. <laughs> That was a nat 20 on the (laughs) (laughs) time. I think that conversation was more or less around 20-ish minutes that uh, Parkos and Davinia had. So is that about the time that you kind of roll back up to the uh, secret underground library? Uh, No, no, I don't. I don't think there would have been a a path back. It would have just been walking straight down a road. If the road leads to a wall, then another road. (laughs) So once you're done wandering, what do you do then? I guess once he kind of snaps out of it, then then we can start heading back. But I don't he's not. He's not making any sort of haste to go back either. Uh, so, Harkos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Davinia will kind of like shake herself a little bit. I apologize. That was draining for me. I hope that we can find at least a common place to start moving forward. Do you think that this is possible between us? Yes. I do. You, you say it, but you don't seem overly convinced. I don't see it being easy, but I see it being possible. It's, it's, it's going to be a long road and one that I'm not incredibly thrilled by because of how it's been f- paved so far. But 
I do believe it's possible if if Trevor and Puffles and Phil and I, if we can if we can fell a Methuselah, then we we can prove 2,000 years of prejudice wrong also. <clears throat> I hope so. I truly do. So, uh, let's, uh, just for the sake of it, let's go ahead and, and have Trevor arrive back. Okay. So, Trevor, you come in, and there's kind of this awkward silence between Davinia and and Harkos. Uh, and she looks over at you. I am... I'm sorry for the information that was given. And I wish that I could do something to alleviate the concern that I'm sure that you have, but... I feel that I will be inequipped, ill-equipped for this task. <clears throat> if if I technically started all of this the round two if you were I need to figure out why do you I've heard that my family is tied to Sam Renton yes do you think she would know. It is possible, yes. In fact, I think that that would be your most likely your most likely source. Akos, Phil, yes. I know we've spoke of this before, but now it seems of more importance. For me, this is selfish, completely. But I want to find Eakor again. And I want to help him get Sam Rinton's essence. Okay. I feel that I think that you would find a lot of common grounds with Sam Renton 
both of you. The relationship that the two of you have is very reminiscent of the relationship that Sam Rinton and Numerath had. Those brothers, brother and sister, siblings, friends. That was a true and deep connection there. And apart from that, Sam Renton was quite powerful and will prove an invaluable ally to you going forward. And there's the added bonus of potentially putting Bovensal in his place. I have, uh... I have wished for that for longer than you know. There is one final thing that I must do. It seems that your minds have been altered. Excuse me. There's something that has been drawn from your minds. And I am going to help you break down those walls. Come, come to me. I'll walk over. Ken, not on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And she holds a hand out to you, Harkos. Harkos will stand up and steady himself and make sure he can fucking walk and then go over there. So she takes a hold of, of both of your hands and you see her kind of muttering something to herself. And then you start to, you get a headache, like just real sudden, real fast onset. And then things start coming back. Your brain kind of reels, your, your memory fades in and out. And you now remember the events of the Riven Rewind. And that is where we'll call it. Is where we're going to go ahead and call it. (sighs) (sighs) Yep. Thank you all very much for joining us at our table. Uh, If you're enjoying what you're listening to, we humbly ask that you uh, show us some support. There's a couple of different ways that you can do it. The first way is through Patreon. We are good little warlocks and we offer up sacrifices to our patrons depending on the tier that you choose. If Patreon isn't so much your thing, you could do something as simple as just buying us a coffee. Uh, If you go to ko-fi.com, search for Rolling in the Geek, you can do a one-time donation there. Brad. Where can these fine folks get in touch with us? 
You can subscribe to our newsletter on our website at ritgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things Rolling in the Geek. Or you can find us on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter. And if you want to talk to a bunch of rad content creators, podcasters, artists, and all-around cool people, you can join us in the Underground Oracle Discord through the link on our website. Thank you very much, Brad. Nick, this week you are the Sound Scout Rogue. With your finely honed set of skills, you are able to scout ahead through our audio and find the sniffles and find the vapes and find the other odd little noises that pop up in our recordings and from the brush eliminate them. Can you please sneak us something fun to go out on? Uh, yep. Hooty Who from Nick and Hargos. Episode 77. Rhyming's out the window. It's too hard. (laughs) You'll you'll Uh, come back to it eventually. Yeah, I'll circle back around. Uh... I use all my rhyming power on my uh, parodies, and then by the time we get here, I'm 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 I'm, I'm on empty. Uh, to next week, catch episode seventy-eight. Uh, think it'll be great. Um, no, I don't. Uh, no. I'm terrified, kid. There's so much hap- shits. There is a fan. And we are hitting it. But look, <laughs> look. This is this is what's happening right now. That's me hitting my fan that's behind me. That's us. That's the podcast. Uh, this week, um, I don't have Jin here, so I don't run this song by anyone. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, I told the guys in, in the pre-show that I had an idea of a piece. I was like, that sounds funny. And then I wrote an entire song based on that. And the part that sounds funny still sounds funny. Don't know how I feel about the rest of it. Anyway, without further ado, here's the parody for episode 77. I'm glad I talked the song up so much. Do enjoy. Mm-mm. All right, stop the music and listen. Nick is back with a brand new rendition. He's got words to spit politely. Try to make rhymes that don't seem unsightly. Will he ever stop? I mean, it's been debated. Make sure some uh, parts are D&D related. <laughs> As a monk, I make sure my key is loaded. Punching so hard, it's like an explosion. Hands, an occasional kick. That's our boy Harkos, played by Nick. Fire, flows from Trevor like water. Left his home, his mother, and father. Weapons, he left it to make pots made of clay. Shop was burned down, now he's here to play. When there's a problem, we're on top of it. Hey, remind me, what are those things we use to roll like shit? Dice, dice, baby. Dun, 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 dun. They're dice, dice, baby. That's that's the whole thing. The, the dice, dice, baby part was the funny thing that I thought of, and the rest of it I had to make happen so I could say dice, dice, baby. So there you go. Yeah, that was good shit. That was good. good. Stop it or stop it.
Boy, howdy, that sure was a good one, wasn't it? I just sure wish that there was something more we could give to you. You know what? Actually, I just heard a swell idea of a deal. You head on over to Patreon, and uh, we'll check out the uh, the subscription there, and you get yourself some early access to episode content. You can also get yourself that uh, pre-show we were talking about before the show. You also get that uh, 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 Under the Trench Coat, where they talk about all sorts of crazy stuff. You want to know what uh, went into this episode, some of the thoughts, ideas that went into this episode? Head on over to Patreon. Why don't you check it out? I'm sure they got a Under the Trench Coat up for it already. And remember, keep your days away from the meek by rolling in the geek. It's like bacon, but for your ears. Side effects may include excessive happiness, extra content, as well as possible overload of joy. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.